Hey everybody, you're listening to the Financially Simple with Natasha podcast. I'm your host, Natasha, and on this podcast, we'll dive into money management topics to help you make informed decisions about your financial situation. This is episode two. Happy New Year. We're now in 2024, and to me, it honestly feels like 2023 flew by. I paid off my student loans in September 2023, and to get to that point, it even felt like the clock was sped up for some reason. But we're here now in a new year, and I know a lot of people typically start off the year with a new year resolution. I'm curious, when it's like May or September, does anyone ever think back about the new year resolution they set at the beginning of the year? (laughs) I would love to know the stats on that because I don't think many people do, to be honest. Anyway... I hope you guys have put some financial goals on the list for your new year resolution if you did. Because if you're trying to better your circumstances, the best time to start is right now. If you're enjoying the content, leave a rating and review. I would love to hear from my listeners some things you wish you knew when you started in your financial journey. Or if you're currently starting to learn about how to manage your finances, let me know some things you want to learn as you're getting started. I want to get into today's topic because you would be surprised, (laughs) or maybe you won't, but it seems like the goalpost of the six-figure magic salary of $100,000 has moved. People who make under $100,000 want to still reach this number to finally say they make six figures a year. And people who make this number feel like it's not enough money. Millennials are now looking at $500K and upward as the new goalpost for financial freedom. Of course, $100K is not a bad salary at all. It is still something to aim for one day. But the problem that seems to haunt a lot of us is the thought that once we get to a set salary amount, it'll make everything better. We miss the fact that we have to manage our money better at the current salary we're at. I'm talking about managing your money now, today. If you start managing your money now, you'll notice that as you allocate your savings, investments, expenses, etc. appropriately, you can finally see what you have left to work with to spend on what you want to avoid living paycheck to paycheck. But what does it mean to live paycheck to paycheck? There's really no official definition for this saying, but it's always used to reference that if an emergency comes up and you don't receive your paycheck, you would be subject to falling behind on your bills or go into debt to cover your living expenses. I would add to this by saying that living paycheck to paycheck is not having enough to cover an emergency if it comes up needing your next paycheck to survive another day or week, and just simply not having enough to cover your living expenses to the point where you don't even know how much you need to live your life. If you think you fit the description of someone who lives paycheck to paycheck, there are some things you can do now to start fixing your situation. One is tracking your expenses. You need to know what is going out of your bank account, and you need to track it. It may be tedious at first, but you should understand that our relationship with money is based on our behavior when we use it. You can pull this information from your bank statement that recently ended if you want to take a look at how much came in and how much left your account for the month. Tracking your expenses includes writing down, or you can put it in a spreadsheet, something that I would do, all of the things that you have to pay in one month. For example, subscriptions. Majority of people are subscribed to something nowadays like your Amazon subscription or that gym membership you may have just you know opened up for the new year. Uh, transportation costs, if you drive, that includes gas. Housing costs, your rent, mortgage. If you pay renter's insurance or home insurance, include that as well. 
Groceries, remember, you have to eat, so add that to the list and track. When you go to the grocery store X amount of times per month, how much are you spending? Write that down. List any other items that you have to pay for. Kids, music or dance lessons, pet care, everything. What you'll see when you track your expenses is what you've signed up for that takes money from you every single month. It's your decision to figure out what you can get rid of or cut down on to save extra money in the month. The second thing you can do to start fixing your situation of living paycheck to paycheck is by creating a budget based off your expenses. So once you've tracked your expenses and also tracked your spending in general, take a look at the behavioral patterns you're displaying. Are you noticing you're spending $100 every week on groceries? If so, write it down. Make that your weekly grocery budget. Or if you shop bi-weekly, make $200 your bi-weekly budget. If you're thinking to yourself that this is a lot, understand if this is what you've noticed in your spending, it's what you've already been spending anyway. And right now, you're just trying to create a budget from how you've already been spending in specific categories. You can always adjust your budget and set the limit on how high or low you're willing to spend in a particular category. If you notice that you spend $30, for example, on gas bi-weekly, then set that as the budgeted amount for it. Continue to go through your expenses and categorize them and set a budget. Figure out if there's any money left over for you to have a set amount for spending as you please. The last thing I'll mention here to help you with fixing your situation is by earning more money. If you have the ability to work overtime at your job, do that. But remember that you can also always pick up a second job if need be or find a freelance side gig to do on the side to bring in extra money. This can help you to have like a bit extra money to work with to hopefully allow you to start allocating money in the places you want your money to go. You should eventually set your budget up to have a certain percentage allocated to saving for long-term or short-term sinking funds, investing, expenses, and spending as you please. When managing your money, these buckets should be set up to help you have an automatic system that your money is placed in a position to support you and work for you long term. This is your financial system. The three steps I mentioned here can help you fix living paycheck to paycheck because once you reach the third step of earning more money and setting up separate brackets or buckets to allocate your money, you'll then have a better sense of kind of what's going on with your money. You'll then have a financial system also to work with that cover your bases, but also works as your income increases. Let's get into two terms overall that can help with living paycheck to paycheck. Budget. A budget is a plan that you make to spend on specific items, usually for a specific period. The purpose of a budget is to help you get used to spending a certain amount within different categories. Some people get the ick. <laughs> when the word budget starts coming up in a conversation. But even though they, you know, some people may hate it, it is undeniably an important factor in getting your finances in order. As mentioned before, you can create a budget based on the way you've already been spending. You don't have to create a limit for categories out of thin air. And I won't be the first to tell you that you won't go over budget in certain categories because you will. But at least once you move money around in your budget, you will also be able to reallocate things when you need to. Sinking funds. Simply put, a sinking fund is really your savings for a specific goal. We call it a fund since you typically put money into it every month or how often you decide, and that fund you will eventually spend. <laughs> so it will sink. 
But the point of sinking funds is to allow you to save or fund a particular thing in your life. One of the most popular sinking funds is an emergency fund. An emergency fund can be three to six months or more of your living expenses and is only used for actual emergencies, like loss of income or a medical emergency, for example. But this is not the fund to buy a luxury handbag or luxury shoes for a concert you're going to. The hope is that you set up a separate sinking fund for those things. You can have a sinking fund to plan for things that cost you money in your everyday life, like pet care. Or say you want to buy a house in three years, you can set up a sinking fund for that. Whatever it is, there's no limit to how many sinking funds you set up. You just have to know which is for which. I'll close this episode out with two money management tips that should be action items if you're currently living paycheck to paycheck. Money management tip one. Figure out how much you're currently spending in the top three main categories, which are groceries, transportation, and your rent or mortgage. Then figure out how much you're spending in other expense categories. In this episode, we define what a budget is and how to start a budget with what you already spend money on. Remember, the amount you set to spend in specific categories should not come out of thin air. It should be personalized on how you're already spending first. Money management tip two, take action. We went over what sinking funds are and their use in helping you to manage your money. Once you know the amount for each category in your budget, determine what areas you can cut back on so you have extra left over once you've allocated for your fixed expenses. If you don't have enough, you have two options. Cut back on spending or get a side job or gig to bring in more income. The more money you can sort into sinking funds and set amounts for, the more you'll be able to have enough saved up to not rely on the next paycheck. I'll leave you with a quote from Benjamin Franklin. Beware of little expenses, a small leak will sink a great ship. I'll speak to you in the next episode.